nurse that I do and how in love you were. Then came kids, work, responsibilities, and laundry. Suddenly your marriage became the last thing on your priority list. Are you wanting more out of your marriage? We're Jeff and Mandy Rose, and we want to show you how to design your perfect marriage. Join us on our challenges of adventure, commitment, faith, and yes, intimacy. We want to help you make your marriage more. Guess who's back? <laughs> Maybe some people don't even know we left. I, I think that's probably true. <laughs> that's probably true. Yes, we did. We took a little, I guess, probably like two month recording break from recording any new podcasts. So you're probably wondering because we actually just published one. You probably didn't even know this, but we had a uh, podcast number 41, uh, how to practice gentleness or talking about gentleness in your marriage. And that was published like a week ago uh, at the time of this recording, probably two weeks, a little bit over two weeks by the time this one goes live. But that podcast was recorded well into 2015. I want to say even like before Halloween, if I'm guessing. Really? No. Between Halloween and Thanksgiving. I would say probably November. You think so? You're exaggerating. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but I, what I do know is that our boxer is in our uh, recording studio with us, and she is chomping like her, smacking She's, like, her lips. She's licking her lips. and Like, Claire, for real. Claire, we <laughs> Seriously. Don't Shh, we don't hear you on the podcast. Dear Lord. But I do want to make a quick note. Like, I said recording studio, but this is actually a new recording studio. Correct. This is, uh, I actually have an office. It was uh, our old nursery it was Sloan's nursery, so mm. this was the baby's room when he was still a baby. But now he, they all share kind of, they, we have two rooms, so two of them share and one of them has their own room. And this room was just the collect-all. I'm sure you all have one of those rooms where you just put everything <laughs> that you don't know what to do with, even though we have a basement. But it was still like we would just put it here because it's upstairs. Right. It was a lot of decor stuff. A lot of decor stuff. Let's not lie. Very <laughs> seldom did I ever utilize this and then... Then we had a uh, our 17-year-old cousin move in with us, which we could probably talk about at another time. But so she occupied what was formerly the uh, podcast and video studio, which was a spare bedroom downstairs. So I, you know, being the lone male of the household, I was basically homeless or roomless. Oh, geez. And then... Uh, Here you go exaggerating. Feel, feel sorry for me. <laughs> so then Mandy made the, the sweet suggestion, like, hey, why don't you take this room back here? So I have, and she's been very gracious to me. I now have a standing desk, which we're utilizing, and I think Mandy is utilizing for the first time. Yes, I'm currently standing as we're doing this podcast, and it's odd. <laughs> I actually started by sitting. He's like, I can't believe you're not going to stand. And I'm like, what? And she's we like, have to Why? stand? And I'm, like, I'm like, lazy. It's a standing desk. But I'm sitting on a stool, so it's like, I don't understand. But... It is true that when you are standing, that means your diaphragm is like expanded. You, you're more animated. Like people can hear it in your voice. So you think our podcast is going to be better when we stand? Oh my gosh, yes. Okay. No question. We'll see. No Let's, question. We'll take a vote. Okay. <laughs> if anyone can even notice. Okay. <laughs> but this room was actually, you, you totally forgot to say that this room is supposed to be occupied when we get our adopted child. So this room, we were kind of holding this room as like a, it's still going to be a nursery, but just not yet kind of thing. But this adopted child does not know that this is now my room. So I'm not sure what they're going to do. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> You're going to be homeless again is what's going to happen. There's a nice little closet. That's so mean. <laughs> I mean, they, they won't know any different. They're a kid. Okay, stop. Okay. We're moving his podcast studio, our podcast studio. Again, again. and I'll be roomless. No, we'll figure it out. We have a decent, b big house. We'll figure it out. 
Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. But uh, what we really want to talk about on today's podcast was really, I guess, kind of why we took a bit of a break, even though you might not have all realized we took a break. And I think just the importance of taking a step back and resting and reevaluating and you know, really just kind of looking at your life and maybe some areas where, you know, I think in the way that we're wired nowadays, the way society is now is wired nowadays, it's go, 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 do this, do this, more, 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 more. And we definitely were that, you know, and, and in some aspects we still are with, you know, three boys that are in sports and everything that we do. But we just kind of reached a point with uh, this podcast and with Marriage More that it just felt like it was being, I don't want to say being forced, but you know, it wasn't, we weren't getting the enjoyment we felt that we should have been. Well, we were hustling too hard at everything we were doing. It's basically, I think, what was going on. So we just had too much hustle. Too much don't, hustle. Don't they say like, you got to hustle? And then there's a point where there's like too much hustle where you get burnt out and you just have to like reevaluate, you know, where you're spending your time. And I think the other aspect too is that, you know, we made a pretty big decision last fall where with our youngest Sloan, you know, he was in pre-K and both our kids were in um, in daycare, you know, after pre-K and our middle child, he's now in kindergarten. So that left Sloan, you know, to be our only kid still in pre-K. And he's our child that we've had some, I'll say, behavioral issues with, you know, the the temper tantrum that was... He's a very strong-willed, hard-to-handle little boy is poli- what he is. I guess the politically correct term now is spirited. <laughs> <laughs> I actually say he's psycho, but then yeah. I also follow that up with like, I love that little psycho, <laughs> but he's a little psychotic. A little I mean, psych- he's getting so much better. Let's is, just say that. Yeah. And, you know, with school starting up and, you know, Mandy had a, a business, a happy mommy box that they uh, disbanded or decided to basically, you know, close up shop and at a very pivotal point with school starting up. And I had this nudge of telling or thinking to tell Mandy, I think Sloan needs to come home, you know, after. Actually, no, I told you that. No, well, I'm, I oh, had the you, feeling. you're saying you I, had the feeling. I, okay. I, I had the feeling. And then you came to me with the same feeling. Yeah, I remember we were at dinner. I think we were on a dinner date one night and we were eating. And I was like, gosh, I really just feel like. It was so hard to say out loud because I'm just not a stay-at-home mom and I'm just so used to working. People joke, it's like, oh, you work from home, you probably don't do anything. But it was literally like, I mean, I was just used to working eight to four, you know, like that's what I did. And so I felt this nudge that I was like, "Mm." I feel like his behavior problems and all of the things that we're having issues with would be resolved if he just had like some alone time because he's a very introverted child. And so pre-K to daycare, there was like 20 kids in his pre-K and 25 in his daycare. And it was just like so much for him. I just knew that he needed either to be in a daycare where there was just a few kids or he needed to be like with me by himself um, so he could get that break. And so I think I just said to you, like, I don't even want to say this out loud, but I feel like the right answer is, is that he needs to be home. And I remember you, you said, I think you were like, that's when you told me you're like, wow. Cause I really, I felt that too, but I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want you to feel pressured to like have to try to work from home and have him home. And for me, that was confirmation. It was like something I had been feeling for a while. And then when I heard Jeff say, wow, this is something I felt too. I was like, okay, yep. That's all I needed. I just needed to know that it was, it was the right decision. So we brought him home after pre-K now every day, and I don't work in the afternoons much. <laughs> There's occasional times when I try to, but for the most part, I'm focusing a lot of my time on just being a mom and making sure that his <laughs> behavior issues... I mean, they've, it's amazing how much better he has been 
Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. So we made that decision and it was like within a week or two weeks, we knew it was the right decision. So, yeah. So I think a lot of that, that time period of, you know, that was a new chapter and, I know that, you know, Mandy having to adopt to being a a stay-at-home mom was a whole new level of activities and stress and, you know, kind of figuring out kind of where she was going. Because, you know, prior to that, she was basically a working, you know, an entrepreneur. She had this happy mommy box that had a thousand paying customers and was growing and had the also like was going to be this huge thing. And then to take a step back, like, you know what? I feel like I need to put my family first and to go to a stay-at-home mom. So I knew, like, you know, she was kind of going through some, I don't say, I guess, rediscovery, but, you know, just just trying to figure out what that looks like. You know, what is that, what is your new daily routine? You know, what are those, when you knew what you were doing between 1 to 3 p.m., like, what are you doing now when you've got a 4-year-old, you know, soon to be 5-year-old at home? I know, it's just so funny because I know so many moms who actually, like, blog and work and have all their kids home. Like, they have 4 or 5 kids and they're young babies. And I'm just like, I've always looked at them like, how do they do that? It's so amazing because I'm like... I just have Sloan home and he's four and I can't, I'm like, nope, I just have to like focus my attention on him because he's so needy. And like, I guess it also depends on the child. You know, he wants me to play with him and like, he's very like, you know, he needs me. It's not like he's one of those, like, I can just go play on my own. I'll be good. You do your thing. I'll do mine. It's not like that. So it was a big transition into just learning what that looked like because it looked very different than what I was used to. And it took a while. I'm still getting used to it. Like I, there are still times when I feel like myself being very selfish, like, oh, I just wish like somebody would take him so I could finish what I was doing before he got here, you know? And then I find myself being like, you know, just having to be like, that's not the right answer. You know, it's a selfish thought. And um, my priority just right now is just being a mom. And I, f- I think it's like the first few years of our kids' lives, I was so focused on, you know, entrepreneur things and the blog and growing and what I could do to, you know, impact other people's lives and change the world. And, you know, all those things that you do when you're out of college and you think you're, you know, going to change the world. But then I just, it, I don't know. I just kept feeling this nudge that I needed to, honestly, it's funny because I'm wearing this shirt from Milk and Honey right now that says, be still. <laughs> and like, that is the message that I kept getting from God. Like, just be still, like slow down. Like those were the things I kept hearing. And I think I, I kept saying, it's like when somebody tells you like, you know, when someone wants to like help you do something, they're like, oh, do you need help with this? Or if you need anything, let me help you. And you're like, no, 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 I got it. You know, like, that's my personality. So I'm like, I got this. Like, I, no, I don't need your help. Like, I'm good. And so when I heard those things from God, I was like, no, God, I'm good. Like, I got this. Like, I can do it all. Like, I can be a mom. I can love my kids. I can run a business or two or three. And like, I don't need you to tell me to slow down. I don't need to be still. Like, don't tell me that. And so for months, that was kind of the feeling. And then it kind of just, I guess you could say, just blew up a little bit inside me where I was like, I finally, it just clicked. Like, this is, this is what I'm hearing and this is what I'm supposed to do. And I think like the cool thing with me with going through that whole thing where I had some things, you know, with, with my business that I needed to focus on and by disconnecting, kind of unplugging from marriage more for a little bit. And, you know, we still have like a big whiteboard in Mandy's office that we had this whole like kind of a marriage challenge that and is still there. And we halfway developed it. We haven't finished it yet, but the cool thing is like, it's still there. Like, and I know we're still going to do it. And now that we've kind of unplugged from it 
and to go back now and, you know, refocus on it and, and chase it, you know, with like just a new desire. So I've been able to do some of the things with my other business, have nothing to do with financial planning, but kind of like online marketing. And now it's kind of shown me what I really want out of life. And, and it is to help young couples, you know, whether it be through marriage or with their finances. So that's kind of like full circle. It all kind of came back to marriage more and what we initially set out to do. I can't clearly articulate what that looks like at the moment, but I know like God is nudging me in that direction. And, and I think that, uh, you know, that Mandy's kind of taken some time off and, and now knows how to juggle, well, you know, for the most part, you know, <laughs> not maybe knows exactly how to do it, but, you know, can do it more manually than she could in the beginning. That's like, okay, well now how does this look like? You know, how can we do this without sacrificing time with our family and, and with each other? And, you know, how can we, inspire other marriages, you know, to, to make their marriage more without making our marriage and our family less. And I think that's the most important thing that we've got out of this because, and we'll probably share this on future podcasts, but we were doing so much that we weren't putting our marriage first in certain situations. And we recognize that. And now here we are trying to advocate, you know, make your marriage more, make your marriage more. And the more that we try to inspire and lift up others, like we were sacrificing our own marriage, you know, for the sake of that. And it, we recognize that. So it all just really came in a really good time. I mean, God's hand was so involved in so many different ways. And we just feel like now that we can come to you and, you know, where our marriage is a whole lot more than it was. And, you know, and it's, and it just keeps growing. I mean, and that's the the beauty of kind of where we're at now and, and what we want to help you all do and, and, you know, really have those marriages and help you design that, that perfect marriage for you and your spouse and, you know, and, and share those, that journey with you. Yeah. That was a golden nugget. What did you say? Like something about like, we wanted to help you make your marriage more, but at the same time we were making our marriage less. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, that's like, how do we lift other couples up? How do we make their marriage more without making our marriage less and our family life less? Yeah. You know, because it's all, we want to give, 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 but if we're not putting our family first, then it's all for nothing. You know, we've inspired all these, you know, maybe hundreds, tens of thousands of people to make their marriage more, but then, you know, our kids resent us because we're not there or you, we resent each other because we're not putting our needs first. And that's what, that's kind of where we are. Yeah. That's kind of where where it came to. And I don't know. It's just funny that Jeff and I are two very different people. So he's one of those kind of people that he can do a million things at once and he can do it well. I am not. So when I have a million different things going on, I tend to be stressed and I tend to be angry and I tend to lash out and it just, it doesn't go well for me. Like, and I know that about myself. Yeah. I continue to be like, I can do it all. I can do it all. And so this was just a, a point in my life where I finally realized like, Hey, Hey, by the way, Mandy Rose, no, you can't like, you're not that cool. Like you can't do everything. <laughs> well, you can, but you're going to be like a mega, <laughs> Uh, witch, I'll say that with a B. I mean, so I just really took a step back and finally realized that about myself. And I think coming back to marriage more for me is different now because I feel like it is a priority, whereas before it was something I was trying to squeeze in with all of the things that I had going on. So now letting Happy Mommy Box go, and um, I still have my blog, House of Rose, but like I've always said, that's to me, House of Rose is um, an outlet. It has always been an outlet. It's a creative outlet for me to share about my family, and I love to tell stories. And so that's not hard for me. It, it doesn't feel like work. I mean, sometimes, of course, it does, but I just love House of Rose and the lifestyle mommy blog stuff. Um, so coming back, and then I was trying to do the fitness stuff, and 
So now I have somebody helping me with the fitness stuff and I've kind of stepped back a little bit from, you know, going hardcore, like I'm going to be the next top beach body coach, you know, like I let that go. <laughs> Not saying that like, you know, it won't come back, but I just realized that I can't be all of these things at one time. And so God really, it was just saying to me like this marriage thing that we were doing, like this was, it's great and it's good. But you can't, you can't focus on that so much that you are, you know, at each other's throat and then you're fighting and like your marriage is sucking because then that's, that's not the purpose, you know? And I really felt like during the last year when we were trying to squeeze in marriage more, like the enemy was definitely attacking our marriage, you know? And it felt like, I was like, gosh, sometimes I'm like, how do I encourage all these other couples when I just, oh, like I'm so mad right now. Or, you know, there were just so much that we were going through, I think, and we're kind of coming out of that. And so taking a break, taking a couple months away, just praying about it and taking time off. Like I feel refreshed to be able to come back and like talk to you guys, like from a real place that like, yeah, like we were going through some, you know, just like he said, rediscovering like with the stay at home mom and just, you know, what are our priorities in life? You know, what do we want that to look like? And so here we are back. (laughs) Here we are. And I want to tell you that I just want to give a, a shout out to all our listeners and the people that, you know, f- listen to our podcast, comment on Instagram, Facebook, because seeing those comments, seeing the reviews come across and, uh, and also a shout out to uh, Tony and uh, Elisa from uh, one extraordinary marriage, their podcast, because they, they emailed us a screenshot of our podcast. And I guess this was in the kids and family section, you know, the main category of podcasts and iTunes. And, you know, their podcast was, and they've been podcasting for, I think like 300 episodes or something crazy, you know, and we have like 40 and, you know, they were number 16 and we were like number 20 at the time. And these, these fluctuates, I'm not sure where it is now, but you know, and that later on that day or maybe a few days later, I went to iTunes and went to kids and family and saw like our podcast, like in the top 20, was it or top 25 or something? Yeah, I think so. And I like said that we might not be there now, but I thought, oh my gosh, like we have not published a podcast in two or three months and here we are still at the top, in the top 20 of this category. And it just was like a, just another sign of people want this. People need this. You know, and we were serving couples that got joy out of this and got inspiration. And, and once again, seeing the comments. So, I mean, it's really just the Marriage More community that even though you didn't realize that we weren't really there, and, you, know, you guys were there supporting us and, and being inspired by us. And, and that's why, because I remember I text Mandy a, a screenshot of this, yeah. uh, of iTunes. I'm like, check this out, you know? And there was a few reviews. I wish I had it pulled up. I'd, I'd thank you for those because they were recently, like in December of 15. Like, you know, we had a lot of reviews in the beginning and, you know, reviews are very scattered. So to see reviews that we weren't actually openly like soliciting people to leave comments or reviews in iTunes, which by the way, if you've not left a review in <laughs> iTunes, we would love that. We'd greatly appreciate it. So the ones that did that without us asking, just because they were compelled to, because of what we were putting out there, it was, it just was very uplifting and a reminder of, yes, we, we knew that at the beginning, we, we needed to take that break, and now being unplugged from it for a little bit, recognizing, yeah, like this is something that we need to do, and 
or just were psyched up to do it. Yeah, I think another thing for me is that I had been saying no to podcast interviews because I told myself, like, if I can't even record my own podcast, like, I can't be saying yes to being on podcasts with other people. But I had already committed to being on Jamie Ivey, the Happy Hour podcast, before any of this began. Um, And it ended up, she schedules them out way in advance. And so I thought, oh, I really don't want to cancel. I'm like that person that, like, I don't like to say I'm going to do something and then say, well, by the way, I just changed my whole life and I'm just really really not going to say yes to podcasts now, so I have to cancel. So I still agreed to do it. And I met Jamie Ivey before, but I hadn't really been listening to her podcast, if I'm being completely honest, just because I don't listen to podcasts. Like I listened to Serial when we were on vacation in Jamaica, (laughs) but like real podcasts, like Jeff is a huge fan of so many podcasts. And I was just like, eh. So anyway, long story short, I was on her podcast and it really got me interested in just listening to how she podcasts. And if you don't know her podcast, it's called Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey. And it's so like laid back and informal. It's literally like there's no topic ever. It's it's like you get on and it's like two girlfriends just chatting with each other. And I've been listening to it now like religiously when I work out, when I grocery shop, whatever I'm doing. And I think it also made me realize that like I have this fear of like perfection. Like everything has to be perfect. There has to be a topic. We have to have bullet points. We have to know what we're saying. Like we can't just come on this podcast and talk. People don't want to hear that. But what I realize is that that is what people want to hear. People don't necessarily always want to hear like, oh, like the 10 best ways to save your marriage or how to be financially savvy or, you know, people want to hear real life couples just talk about marriage and talk about life and talk about family and talk about priorities. And like everybody does marriage so differently that I think it's interesting for people to just hear like how other people do marriage. And so it's easier for me now, like coming to this, because I feel like that fear of perfection is kind of gone. Like, I, I just feel like God took that away from me, like through Jamie's podcast and was just like, you don't have to be perfect. There doesn't have to be this perfect thing. You know, you can just be real. I feel like we've always been pretty real, but it's just always been, you know how I am. Do I get a little crazy before these things? Am I allowed to respond? You respond rightly. <laughs> I mean, honestly, and then rightly. Yeah, I mean, you definitely uh, hold yourself to perfection, which I think is not a bad thing in certain situations, but when it comes to producing a podcast, I mean, I think you, you hold yourself to be this perfectionist and it has to be perfect. Like you just mentioned. And then you have all this, all this pressure, and anxiety and stress before we even hit record. And I think that's what, why you were, have been so stressed doing podcasts because you had to have it like perfect when I, you know, the, my good financial sense podcast, I, I'm literally on the fly you know, and but you're so good at on the fly. And, and, but I think, which I, I, I won't disagree with that, but I also would, and that's why I feel that I can lead you in that regards for these podcasts, you know? And I think I have, you yeah. know, it's like, you might not know everything, but I feel that with my ability to be on the fly combined with your, how do you want to say it? Um, <laughs> but yeah, my what? Your Let's quality of wanting to everything to be perfect is like, oh, you know, okay. where it, when you're a little bit terrified to hit record, like where I can hit it and get started, you know, I just think it's a, it's a good combination. Yeah. And you're good at transitions. I'm really bad at that. Like I, I need somebody to like lead me. Like my friends were like, you should start. I was introducing them to Jamie's podcast and they're like, you should start a mommy podcast. Like we've looked and there's not a whole ton of them. And like, I was like, well, I mean, we have the marriage podcast. Really, like, I know that's great, but start a mommy one too. And I'm like, I need Jeff Rose to be there. Like, it's like, I feel like I can't do it without you, you know? And I don't, I don't want to start a mommy. I love being a mommy, but I, this is where my heart is. is like just with you doing this 
this. You like, should totally do a mommy podcast. Oh, see, here we go. No. <laughs> God said, be still. <laughs> there will be no more big ideas. <laughs> but I know. And the reality, but what I love about podcasting is, and later on, if you ever wanted to, is that it's, once you get a nice system, you know, we've got procedures in place. We have a, a podcast editor. You know, we've got a, a virtual assistant. What up, Melanie? That <laughs> helps out, like, with editing or not show editing, notes. but show notes. Like, so basically what, how we have it set up right now is we hit record. we got to find that time to record, and then we export it, and for the most part, we're done. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... that's it's definitely helped. Oh, my. Because yes. I was having to do all, like, that little... Correct. Crappy work. Yeah. Because you've always got to just record and then be done. Well, that, yeah. Cause you I, know how that goes? I, I, I'm a, I like to delegate. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a good outsourcer. Yeah. Outsourcer. If you know anything about Jeff Rose, he's an amazing outsourcer. <laughs> He'd probably do a whole month-long podcast on outsourcing. And I would enjoy it. And there might be some people that would, and others would be like, okay, I'm bored. So we won't, <laughs> you won't be hearing that on the Marriage More podcast. Yeah, we promise we won't talk about that. <laughs> but um, So, yeah. But I think that's that kind of wraps up this episode, I would say, unless you have yeah. any final points. No, I think we just wanted to get on here and share our heart with you about, you know, just the realness of what's been going on for the last few months. And I think going forward, we're excited about having more of a plan with marriage more. And just for me, like, you know, right now there's so many things off my plate that this, you know, obviously being a mom is my, my main priority, but being able to just record, I mean, we've, Jeff works from home now that he loves his new office a lot. So he's here and we can just pop in here and record something. I don't know. It just feels easier and like more natural and more right. I don't know why, because it's the same thing we were doing before, but it just, it's like God just flipped that switch in my heart and was like, here's your, if you're going to still continue to do something online, this is where I think you should focus. And um, it's like clear to me now. So for those of you that have enjoyed the Marriage Mar podcast, good news, it will still continue. For those that don't like it, sorry, <laughs> which I don't know who you are, but you wouldn't be listening they, to this They're anyway. not listening right now if they don't like it. Yeah. But once again, like we would greatly appreciate, you know, any comments, any reviews and just any suggestions, you know, for any things that any topics that we want to discuss. I mean, like I said, it, w- it might not be as I don't say scripted, but, you know, bullet point steps one through five to do this. But if it's a, a situation that you're going through that in your marriage where maybe we can share just some of our experience or how we were maybe faced with a similar situation and just kind of share like, you know, what we went through and where we did what we did good, what we did bad and what we learned from it. So uh, any way that uh, any things like that that you want us to, to tackle on the Marriage Work podcast, let us know. Yeah. And so I think our goal is going to be to try to do one a week. That's our goal. That's our goal. We have goals. Goals are good. Goals are good. Goals are good. Um, I would love to be able to publish one a week and be consistent with it because I'm all about like consistency and like, you know, I hate right now that it's not consistent. Like that's the part of me that doesn't like it. So for any of you out there listening that like a consistent podcast, (laughs) stay on me. (laughs) We want to do once a week and I don't know what day we're going to publish, but... To be determined. To be determined. I don't know when we'll start the once a week, but... I think we can do it. Okay. We'll do it. It it might not be like you said. It might just be off the cuff. Like you might be just hearing us talk about whatever, but here we are. The real marriage life. Do you know how to, do you remember how to close it? Oh, I got to think about this. Oh yes, I do. Is it time? Shall we close? I think it's time. Okay. This is your life. This is your marriage and only you can make it more. Take care. Boom. Bam. (laughs) Still got it. Take care y'all.